Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome back to the Under the Scope podcast where we discuss music. We are live from the Scopey Awards red carpet. I'm your host, Will Brost, and uh, joining me is Patrick Anderson. How are you? Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you, too. Um, I'm, here at the, I'm here at the red carpet for the, the Scopey Awards. Um, yes. And you're calling in, which seems odd, uh, logistically, it, you know, couldn't make it. <laughs> you, you couldn't make it to our own award show, but, uh, <laughs> so I'm just kind of standing here on the red carpet alone and talking to you. You can handle it. That's, that's right. I'm Skyping you. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm excited though, because, um, you know, t- tonight's a big, a big night in music. Um, tonight we have an award show that is focused on celebrating the best in music. Um, the 62nd annual Grammy Awards are also tonight, just as an aside. Um, mm-hmm. But tonight, the the award show everyone's talking about tonight is the Scopey Awards. Um, we've done this each yes. of the past two years, but this is a special edition of the Scopey Awards. Uh, this is the Scopey Awards of the 2010s. This is the, the decade-long celebration. Um, how are you feeling? This is exciting. Yes. This won't happen for another 10 years. That's and, right. Uh, I'm excited to be calling in for it. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, you're not missing much on this red carpet. None of the, uh, <laughs> none of the artists per- uh, showed up, uh, all the performers canceled. Um, we, yeah, it, it's, we didn't, well, the Grammys just somehow I, managed to get everybody that we asked to come. That's right. It's that, it's that name recognition thing. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, they've had 62 of them already. Like it's a little old mm-hmm. hat Grammys. Like let's get a new, yeah. a new award show in there, you know? Um, so next, next time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so tonight we're, um, giving out five awards i guess technically 10 each of us is giving an award in five categories um the categories being the most underrated album of the decade the most overrated album of the decade the best album title of the decade the best album artwork of the decade and finally the artist of the decade um wow there's just i mean when you get to of the decade awards, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, these are the heavy hitters. Um, I mean, it's, it's exciting to see who's going to bring home the Scopies. Um, you know, it, it, how, how are you, how are you feeling? I mean, yeah, this is something that has been in culmination for years and uh, we got the best of the best tonight. That's ex- exciting. It's exactly love right. Making, love making these, uh, these awards it was super fun to look back and be like "Ooh, what is good what isn't good right right and just scrolling through my library seeing uh who was deserving of these awards uh it was just a nice you know nostalgia trip uh mm-hmm. you know um so yeah let's actually let's get into one of these uh, is there any award in particular you wanted to begin with let's start with Let's start with something something good. Let's start with They're all good, Patrick. Art. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's start with one yeah. of the good awards. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, let's not start with the lame one. Let's start with the good one first. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh you said album artwork, I believe. Yes? Yeah, album art. Let's do it. All right. Uh who wants to go first? You go first. That sounds good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, all right. The nominees for Best Album Artwork of the 2010s are Jamie XX, In Color, Thundercat, Drunk, Wise Blood, Titanic Rising, Young Thug, Jeffrey, and Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap. And the winner is... Jamie XX in color. Um, nice. I actually don't have a ton to say about this one. Um, I'm accepting the award on behalf of Jamie XX, who could not make it tonight, by the way. Um, right. Yeah, right. It, that's going to be a common theme. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, uh, in color, Jamie XX, uh, it's just so aesthetically pleasing to the eyes. Um, it's the image is just a lot of vibrant colors that, you know, they form a spectrum and meet at the center. Um, it's just so immediately striking, um, and instantly memorable. Uh, Jamie XX, I guess, is, is a member of the band, the XX, um, who are partially known for having like a giant X on their album art. Um, but here, keeping it on brand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's maybe a little on the nose. Yeah. But, um, but but here, since, uh, since Jamie is only part of the XX, only part of the giant X appears on the album art, um, which is represented by like this small little white bar featured on top of the, uh, the color palette. Um, it's, it's a simple, album cover uh but it's beautiful it's it's striking it's gorgeous um and it's the first image i thought of when i think of just great album artwork um this is one of those albums that i i checked out back in 2015 um mostly because like i saw the album art and i'm like oh that's let's see uh Mm. let's see what this sounds like um and it it's you know it perfectly illustrates how colorful the record itself is um, you know, it, it's, I, I don't really have much more to say. Shout out to Jamie XX. Uh, it's just a very enjoyable, pleasing album cover. So Jamie XX, Scopey Award winner. Congratulations. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We'll, uh, send your award to you in the mail. You'll be expecting it soon. <laughs> That's right. FedEx, uh, two day shipping. Well, not uh, too, yeah, not too soon because we use free shipping. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cool good choice yeah. i like that one a lot yeah. um all right so moving on to the second nominations for album art on my end mm-hmm. we have father john misty with pure comedy danny brown atrocity exhibition low double negative kanye west my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and gorillas plastic beach mm. um and the winner of this is is gotta be kanye west mm. I, I i think that uh that album art is like some of the best album art that i've ever seen it's like just instantly iconic that massive red bright red border um is like a freaking moma painting or it makes like the rest of the artwork feel like a like a moma painting and then um talking about the official uncensored artwork on the inside Mm. of him engaging in relations with a seraphim of sorts um it's like, and it's all done super weird, surrealist, abstract um, way. I think it's just fantastic. It's provocative. It's grandiose. It's like super blatant and just uh, in your face. Uh, I love it. I think it's a, and it's a great testament to the album itself too, and to the man Kanye West. Love him or hate him, it's a great testament to his character as well um so yeah it's a uh, uh yeah i don't really have too much more to say about it just awesome album art all these are great but gotta gotta give it to the boy kanye very nice very nice choice um i'm glad you decided to give a scopey to kanye west because i'm reporting live on stage at the scopey awards um, and when Jamie XX won the award, Kanye West actually stormed onto the stage, snatched the Scopey, and said that he should have won. So it's it's very right, nice right. that you decided to give him an award as well. Um, well, it was the only way to to quell his anger. So <laughs> that's right. Do you are you partial to any of the, um, you know, uh, center images in particular? Like I particularly like the one where it's Kanye's head and there's a sword through it. I don't know why. That's love that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I like I like them all for the most part. I love the ballerina. Yes. Uh, that's a great one. I like I think maybe my favorite is what you said, the sword 
with the decapitated Kanye head with the crown and then the uh, sword through it and the sky in the background is so nicely done I think that one is actually probably my favorite too and that is a pretty cool quality about in the fact, album art yeah let me check oh he's researching yes, that's the one that's the one that I have um, on my uh, vinyl for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy right now very that's nice. the one I switched into the slot <laughs> very nice yeah that's cool that you can even do that like change the album art kind of depending on mm-hmm. your preference so yeah, very, very nice choice. Shout out to Jamie XX and Kanye West for uh, their awards. Where would you like to go next? Ooh, let's see. Let's take it over to album title. We'll keep it on the aesthetic. Front. Yeah, no, that's that's a good, yeah. These are akin to the uh, the editing awards, I suppose. They're, they're the, you know, costume design. These are the aesthetic choices. Right. Um, yeah, right. this is like, the, the categories akin to, you know, Grand Budapest receiving like 10 nominations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. all of those awards. Yeah. The, the Mad Max. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And any time they make a space movie, it, it's just those, those categories. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Best album title. Um, you're going to see a theme with these nominees. Uh, they're somewhat long, uh, some of them. All right. Okay. To get into these, yeah, or long by album title standards, I suppose. So, your nominees for best album title of the 2010s Courtney Barnett, Sometimes I Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit, Earl Sweatshirt, I Don't Like Shit, I Don't Go Outside, Quella Chris, Being You is Great, I Wish I Could Be You More Often, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Fiona Apple, the idler wheel is wiser than the driver of the screw, and whipping cords will serve you more than ropes will ever do. And your winner is... Earl Sweatshirt. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Thanks. Yeah. So, you know, maybe at initial glance, um, it seems like a pretty edgy album title. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Um it's a title that immediately grabs me, which is important. Um, but perhaps more importantly, um, it's an album title that gives me an idea of what I'm about to experience. Um, you know, in some ways, this album marks a bit of a like a transition between Earl Sweatshirt's early Odd Future output and the lo-fi experimental hip hop he's current re- currently releasing. Um, his music has always been dark, but this record is especially so. It's uh, reclusive and depressing and cynical. Um, on this album, he does a fantastic job of taking you inside of his deepest, darkest thoughts and actions. Uh, you know, for example, he raps about his day drinking to cope with his grandmother's death. He uh, he raps about his panic attacks. He talks about the different rabbit holes he finds himself going down. Um, his descriptions of his mindset and his lifestyle are vivid. He's great with imagery. Um, I love, yeah, I kind of wrote down a lyric here as an example of that. Um, says, find me some indica nuggets on my fingers and my shirt like they were chicken crumbs. The room spinning, finna yak if I don't hit the blunt. Got the chin wagon, slim chances of me getting up after this. Mind in the trash next to where my fucking passion went. Um, it's just, you know... The best album titles are appropriate for the content, in my view. Um, I Don't Like Shit, I Don't Go Outside is catchy in its own way, but it's also apt for this project. It's instantly memorable. So shout out to Earl Sweatshirt for winning. Nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. Great analysis of that. Thank you. Great record as well, as were all of my nominees. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, same here. All the all the nominees, except for one particular category, <laughs> right? Um, on this, but all the nominees that I have on this, like all the albums, are also like really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that you know that's normal. Like I wouldn't be picking an album title or name or artwork on an album that I thought was terrible. Right, and there is an argument that a good title or a good album artwork adds to the experience, which thus makes an album 
better, maybe marginally better, maybe not a huge deal, but you know, subconsciously there might be some sort of, yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. It can, it can definitely have an effect on your, uh, immediate response to it, especially. Right. Exactly. Right. So yeah. Nice. Great pick. Love that. Um, all right. So moving on to mine, my nominees for the best album title of the decade are Nicholas Jar, Space is Only Noise. Mm-hmm. You're actually, uh, real quick, you're going to see, like, I guess a trend on mine too that's different than yours. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, Rolla Tomasi, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It. Flying Lotus, Until the Quiet Comes. Mm. Kamasi Washington, The Epic. Mm-hmm. Daughters, You Won't Get What You Want. And the winner of the decade, her mm. album title is Flying Lotus, mm. Until the Quiet Comes. Um, love this album title love this album itself i think it's one of the i think out of the big three the big three being cosmic grandma until the quiet comes and you're dead this is the most slept on even though it is critically acclaimed and you know has a lot of recognized quality on it i think it still gets a little overshadowed by the uh, by uh, cosmic grandma and you're dead definitely um but I love this album. I love the title of it, especially because it's uh, it fits in with the themes of this album that are extremely psychedelic and um, kind of warp into this dream world concept. Um, and dream the dream world being about subconscious and um, even like thoughts of death and like just meandering like all sorts of like endless possibilities about existence and just very existentially charged um, album and very gorgeous uh, instrumentation as well that flows throughout this and very meditative so it's very very fitting until the quiet comes is like a perfect name for an album that kind of just brings a real sense of space and uh, well stillness quiet mm-hmm. to it um love that i love uh I, I think that also all the flying lotus albums have spectacular like album art and really good names too but for some reason this one is like the one that i was like drawn to immediately probably because you know the etherealness of it and uh, just love that like very uh distinct short um Uh, album title that just kind of makes you really think about what it could possibly mean so yeah great job love that very nice um flying lotus always nails like the aesthetic you know he could have won yeah Yeah, like he's great about that um you know part of the reason i think the scopey awards are unbiased you know better than the grammy awards let's say is that we award people like Earl Sweatshirt and Flying Lotus for their contributions over the decade. Um, and you mm-hmm. you likely will not see that at the Grammys tonight. I'm not sure. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I highly doubt that Earl Sweatshirt is about to get anything for... <laughs> it's, exactly, it's exactly right. For anything. Right. It, it, I mean, it, it doesn't help that he only released an EP last year. That tends not yeah. to help <laughs> your chances at the Grammys. But, uh, but yeah. Um, all right we're almost halfway through already. I mean, we're shoot. I mean, we only, we only rented the, this hotel lobby for like an hour. So it's, yeah. it's important that we get in and get out. So, um, right. yeah, we got, a, we got a quality in manager. <laughs> see if we can get extension. <laughs> That's right. We're trying to finish before the uh, continental breakfast ends. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, where did, where do you want to go next? Uh, let's take it over to a duo of awards okay one good one bad yeah yeah and uh let's start with the bad first okay all right so 
this is the only negative quote unquote award we're handing out at this ceremony tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the most overrated album of the decade. All right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So my nominees, I actually didn't, uh, you know, nominate five records for this. I couldn't one. I couldn't think of like five records that I found. So, overrated Mm. that they deserved nominations and that's not usually how i view you know i don't know i i I don't like calling an album overrated typically unless it like actively you know deserves it i you know if a lot of people say they like the snail mail record and i don't like it as much as they do i'm not going to be like nope it's overrated they're wrong i'm right like it it just it doesn't (laughs) it doesn't seem right to me i i love the snail mail record by the way it was just an example of a record that everyone says is overrated um and i i don't like i'm a positive person so i don't like being negative but uh I did have a winner anyway because there was one album that i view as overrated because of the fan base um mostly and it uh you know it it, the album itself is pretty negative so i feel like it kind of deserves a negative award um Mm, okay so i'm gonna do the drum roll anyway i don't know why but uh here we go yeah a clear winner that's right so most overrated album i actually almost gave this scopey award to uh kanye west my beautiful dark twisted fantasy not by Uh, not by any like qualitative you know measure of the album itself it's one of it's one of my favorite albums of the decade i love it um but that's solely by virtue of like the rabid fan base with that album um i think that more than any other album released in the 2010s it's like the example of a record where if you gave it just like a nine out of ten people will say you're a hater and that you don't know what you're talking about um yeah yeah (laughs) but you know like i said i love that album so it doesn't win the scopey the winner is Eminem with Kamikaze. Um, Oh, okay. So he released music in the 2010s that is worse than Kamikaze, um, but that's not quite... I mean, that's different than overrated, in my view. Um, But even Eminem fans recognize that, like, Revival isn't a good album. Um, Kamikaze wasn't adored by critics, per se, but fans saw it as, like, a return to form for one of hip-hop's all-time greats. Uh, you know, like, Eminem is back. You know, that was kind of like the reaction. Yeah. Um, I thought the album was dreadful. We've talked about it on this podcast. Uh, there were plenty of records I didn't like over the past 10 years, but Kamikaze is particularly unlikable in its personality and its nature. Um, it's so mean-spirited and bitter. Uh, when he isn't criticizing contemporary rappers on the album for whatever reason, uh, he's criticizing critics for not liking his music. Um, I'm not even going to get into why I loathe this record from a strictly musical perspective. There's, you know, an hour plus of us doing that on an older episode. Um, I gave the album a 2 out of 10 on the podcast at the time. Um, and I've definitely given other records a two out of ten on this very platform, but those records at least left me with like a better taste in my mouth than Kamikaze did. Um, it's just it's really one of the the most like just mean spirited, just kind of like ugh, you know why did you why did you make this? It's in poor taste. Mm-hmm. Um, but fans love it, like the user rating. For this album is very high Eminem fans are famously uh rabid so to me it's the most overrated album by that by that standpoint and it, it part of the reason it was rated so high is because it directly followed revival which is generally considered one of the worst records of the decade but that doesn't mean it's good it just means it's better than revival so congratulations on that and congratulations <laughs> right. to Eminem on winning the Scopey award yes yes that's that's great i like that yeah. um i'm like <laughs> it's funny because like you're saying that you um didn't end up making like a list of it um, of, of even five and i i actually 
this was one of my uh, categories that I listed out the most albums in. So I had to <laughs> like twelve different albums to find five <laughs> that I uh, thought were overrated. So there's the difference, right? There. It's exciting. I was excited for this one. I'm like, yes, which which album <laughs> can I share my uh, dislike of? that other people thought was fantastic. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, there we go. I do have five. And in fact, I had 12, but <laughs> I'm going to just list the five <laughs> that I actually have. Um, okay, so my nominations for most overrated album of the decade mm-hmm. are Logic, Everybody, mm-hmm. LCD Sound System, American Dream, mm. Chance the Rapper with Coloring Book, mm. uh, Real Estate Days, <laughs> and Kendrick Lamar with Damn. Mm. Um, all right. And the winner of the most overrated album of the decade is Kendrick Lamar with damn mm. this was a hard one to go through mm-hmm. um so a few of these albums on here uh the biggest standpoint or standout being like logic with everybody is an album that i actively like really really dislike the only reason that it was on here was again because of logic's insane rabid fan base that just completely overhyped this album um, and the reason it didn't win is because while the fan base was super um, overhyped on this, the critic response was fairly even, I would say. So it was like, you know, kind of a, a thing of like, well, even though it is overrated for this reason, they kind of got it right. Mm-hmm. The difference with Dam is Dam was a very... I think average effort from, well, yeah, especially from Kendrick Lamar. It's a pretty average album. But the critic response is like mm-hmm. a 95 on Metacritic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's like almost a 9.0 straight up on from user scores. It's like um, Kendrick won a Pulitzer Prize for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's all across the board, like, groundbreaking masterpiece levels of uh praise and while there's some songs on damn uh that are really fantastic and kendrick is a pulitzer prize winning artist i'm not gonna say that he doesn't deserve that i don't think he deserves it for the album damn Mm. but the guy is you know clearly like a lyrical genius almost um so he does deserve it. There's songs like, you know, DNA especially that are like some of Kendrick's best tracks. But there's so many forgettable moments on Damn that like I look through and I'm like, I don't even like remember listening to some of these. And then I also don't like when I do listen back to them, I'm like, oh God, this aged even worse than I thought. Hmm. Like the song xxx with the u2 feature or kind of the cheesiness of love um like it it, it's uh or the not as catchy as it once was loyalty um Mm. it's not it's not an album that's necessarily bad i think like logic's album is bad i think the real estate album is like very average Right, I think the LCD sound system album is not very good. I think the Chance the Rapper album aged not well at all. I was really big on it at first, and now it's like I don't really remember much of that album at all. So it's not the worst album of this, but it's just in comparison with the landmark uh, ideal that it's gotten, it's not that good. And I think it still ranks around like... uh, seven and maybe even a six at this point for me um so yeah love kendrick don't love damn 
there it is. That's a, that's a good choice. That is a very good choice. Um, it, it, like the ninety five Metacritic is pretty pretty high. Crazy. Um, I love it's Kendrick, also the highest but Metacritic that he has too. Which is, yeah, I I don't agree I with think. that. Yeah, that, I mean that might be right, but I if it is, I definitely don't agree with it. Um, so yeah. I mean I think it's far from his best record, but uh, I I personally love Dan, but yeah, there is like a, uh, you know, in twenty seventeen it was like probably the most popular choice for album of the year, um, and I love Dan, but it wasn't like album of the year to me. So yeah, I think that's I think that's a solid pick. Um, Congratulations, quote unquote, to Eminem and Kendrick Lamar <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> for winning a Grammy in the same category. Um, so, uh, yeah. Who would have thought? That's <laughs> that's yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, that leads us to most underrated album of the yes. uh, of the decade, um, which you know. It, on one hand, it's the opposite of overrated, but on the other hand, you know, I, I feel, I feel good about recommending records that other people might not have heard or, um, you know, maybe listened to once, but I think they should reconsider their opinion on the record or whatever. So I actually did come up with a bunch of nominees for this award. Um, again, I'm a positive person. I like saying things are underrated. I'm not huge on saying things are overrated per se. Um, (laughs) what were some of your other funny about this? uh, You barely had any. (laughs) (laughs) I like just came up with five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, what were some of the others that like you considered for overrated of the 12, I guess? Uh, just out of curiosity. Yeah, Drake with If You're Reading This, mm. uh, Bon Iver, I, I, mm-hmm. um, what else did I have? Oh, I had, uh, Watch the Throne. That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It didn't age as well as I, as I, as I was looking through, I'm like, yeah, I don't really listen to more than like, you know, a few songs on Watch the Throne, which are great, but you know, it's like kind of a disparity. Yeah. I, I like that album, but, oh, hold on. Uh, Kanye West is now. Uh, threatening to yeah. shut off the broadcast entirely. Sorry, no, we we have to we have to move on. Oh, from... no, we shouldn't have done this. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, uh, most underrated album. My nominees are. It's Watch the Throne. <laughs> <laughs> it's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> congratulations to Kanye. No, uh, but here here are here they are, and I like this group of albums a lot. And I think they're all great. Um, Sleigh bells with treats. Uh, mm. Nella for Yanya, Miss Universe. Quella Chris, Being You is Great, I Wish I Could Be You More Often. Charlie Bliss, Guppy. And Milo, So the Flies Don't Come. Mm. And the most underrated album of the 2010s, in my opinion, is... Quella Chris, Being You is Great, I Wish I Could Be You More Often. Um, nice. Love, love, love this album. Um to me, there's a distinction between an overlooked album and an underrated album. Um, you know, one is exposure, the other is reception. Being You is Great just happens to be both of those things. Um, you know, for what it's worth, I wrote extensively about this record for the IndieHead subreddit on an old Reddit account back in 2017. It's, it's quite a lengthy read, but um, I think it adequately explains my adoration of this album um but who's who's quilly chris right okay so he's an oddball alternative hip-hop artist i suppose from detroit um we've covered him on this podcast a few times over the past few years um being you is great i wish i could be you more often is an album about a person's emotional highs and their lows uh it juxtaposes self-love with self-pity um, you know, and you get this immediately, like for example, on the song buddies, which is right at the beginning of the album, we're given this like positive sentiment, you know, I fuck with myself. I fuck with myself. My bring myself some flowers. I'm in love with myself, like really self self love wholesome. And then on the very next track, we get the following chorus. Uh, this is a chorus, mind you. 
those are my great regrets. Always define my image. Seems I never reach the goal, but always meet the finish. Popeye kick in the can, but never eats the spinach. Uh, which brings us to like this self-deprecating um, view. So, you know, in my opinion, it's like an unconventionally beautiful record that is initially about wishing you were always the best version of yourself, um, but it eventually becomes about always loving yourself even when you're not the best version of yourself. Um, it's about learning to love yourself. Um, musically, it, it satisfies my abstract hip-hop appetite. I love the, the lo-fi experimental hazy production and the uh the very dry clever lyricism uh, i love his voice his delivery his lines his beat selection it's one of my favorite records of the decade flat out um it's overlooked partially because quelle chris doesn't make like the most accessible music in the world it's another artist who i don't think will be at the grammys this year um it's underrated partially because it's overlooked, but also partially because even like Quelly Chris fans, I'm not sure this is their like consensus best Quelly Chris record. Um, I think that might go to his collaboration with his wife, Jean Grey, titled Everything's Fine, or maybe even Guns might be the most celebrated Quelly Chris record. Um, either way, Being You is great. I wish I could be you more often. It's a it's a very unique record that might not be everybody's cup of tea, honestly. Um, but I, I highly recommend giving it a shot regardless. So shout out to him. Nice. Yeah. Love that choice. That's awesome. Love love that album. Uh any of any of these nominees could have won and I could have made an argument for any of them, but uh Quelly Chris, that's the one. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. Um <clears throat> move on to my five that i just hmm. was able to get <laughs> uh <laughs> not that like i didn't think that there were some overlooked or underrated albums i think that it's just like i don't know I, it was it was a thing of like finding personal preferences too mm-hmm. um and not using a lot of recency bias as well hmm. um Okay, so... What are you trying to say? Like, I picked a 2017 album. Is that... Are you saying my pick was entirely (laughs) recent? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I I don't think you really actually meant to pick that one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, way to subtweet me as you, like, get into your... It's like, oh, well, I wanted to pick one that wasn't recency bias. there's one from 2019 here on mine. (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so anyway best album or no not best albums of the decade but. well now it's now it's like an overrated category if it's the best album yeah. of the decade yeah <laughs> all right let's just move on let's get mine and let's move on to our next category sorry sorry i didn't mean to step on that no no, yeah. no. <laughs> all right underrated albums of the decade mine are um an isolated mind. I'm losing myself. 2019. There's your recency. Bias. Yeah, it's pretty soon, Pat. <laughs> no, you're you're fine. <laughs> um, an isolated mind. I'm losing myself. Underachievers. Ooh. With Evermore, the art of duality. Nice. Um, Dr. Dre with mm. Compton. Querco S. For those of you who have never, and also for those of you who have. <laughs> Is that the album title, uh, or are you... <laughs> yeah, that's the album oh, title. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and Rolo Tomasi, Time Will Die, and Love Will Bury It. And the winner of my underrated album of the decade is... Querco S. Nice. For those of you who have never, and also for those of you who have, um, I'm not sure if, have you heard of this album or heard it or? No. And wait, okay. which undermines our entire award show. We just gave an award to an album I've never heard of. So well, that's, that's part of the point. That's, that's like when the Academy gives uh, an award to a movie they haven't seen. 
you know, just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, we heard great things about this one. So. Yeah, right. But no, to your, your that's a good point that I've never heard of this album, so that helps your case. So there you go. Yeah. So I've uh, I think that the only other publication that I've seen um, give credit to this album is Pitchfork, and um, they've been d- done like a decent job with uh, giving it some recognition, but not nearly to the extent I think it is uh, that's needed. Um, it's an ambient electronic project, um, and it's really meditative and um, and absolutely like beautiful loops and um, pulsating uh, electronic drums and um, a lot of really interesting thematics that go through it of like, uh, life and um, sort of like some spiritual elements to it too. Basically, a very kind of existential, existentially charged ambient project. Um, uh, if you know, if you can imagine that, it's, it's still a wordless and uh, fairly formless project. But there's definitely a level of emotion to it, and a level of searching that is really enthralling, and. Uh, this came out in 2016 and I've been listening to it like just uh, not, well, I mean, not nonstop, but like I've been listening to it every year for sure. Like pretty consistently since it came out and I put it on my top 50 list. I remember, but it would rank higher than it did in my 2016. Now, um, you know, I mean, I would imagine that would be clear in the fact that I think it's the most underrated album of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I haven't heard that many people talk about it. I think that it deserves to be recognized. It's one of the best electronic albums, ambient electronic albums that I've heard this year. Um, yeah, just basically, yeah, just go check that out. It's awesome. It's a great choice. And I think it's kind of coming back to me now that you mentioned it, it made your, made your list. Um, Mm -hmm. seems, seems kind of familiar now. Fairly higher, like. Or lower, lower, like in the in the thirties or something like that. But it would definitely rank upwards to the top ten, I think. Now, very nice. Um, yeah, my choice also would rank higher on my list if I redid it. Now, granted, at the time I put it number two on my albums of twenty seventeen, so it, it would mm, yeah, it, right. it, it, it would rank <laughs> higher now. <laughs> it's now my number one of that year. Um, that's a great choice, though. Uh, Quelle Chris and Querco S are your Quirk. sorry where <laughs> sorry Huerco. so h u r c my apologies to Huerco. um yeah. It, yeah i'm i'm probably still getting it wrong but <laughs> you know what that that's a price he pays for not accepting our invitation to come to the award show yeah, so exactly come yeah. on man like <laughs> yeah so shout out to Quilla Chris and Huerco X um for winning for winning the Scopies uh so that leaves one award left. Um, yes. Yeah. So this is the big one. This is the artist of the decade. Simple as that. The best artist of the decade. Um, what else do you need to know? That's exactly right. This is the this is the big one. Um, so <laughs> once again, I, I didn't have nominees for this award. Um, but this time it was because I'm not even sure how I wanted to define this award. Um, I wasn't quite sure of the criteria I wanted to use. Um, you know, did I want to reward influence, impact, Mm -hmm. popularity? You know, do I want the artist that like defined the decade? Um, you know, in order to satisfy those questions, I could have nominated, uh, Beyonce, Drake, uh, Taylor Swift, you know, I I enjoy those artists, don't get me wrong, but it it feels a bit disingenuous to say that any of them are my artist of the decade, you know, um, if I gave the award to Drake, I think you would look at me funny, um, because, you know, (laughs) given our reviews, right, yeah. yeah, so, you know, I think subjectivity and personal preference has to factor in, um, in my view, 
So instead, I thought about basing this award purely on subjectivity. You know, which artist released like my favorite output of the decade? Who had my favorite discography from 2010 to 2019? Um, and this is where I could have nominated artists like Billy Woods or Open Mike Eagle. But that also doesn't really feel right to me to just say like, well, Billy Woods is the artist of the decade. Like, I think some of that impact and influence has to matter a little bit as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to factor in both the objective qualities and the subjective qualities uh, when deciding my winner. Uh, names like Frank Ocean come to mind. Uh, Kanye West came to mind. But of course, you know, it's it was clear to you and to myself who I was going to award this entire time, despite my criteria. Um, shouldn't be any surprise that my winner for the artist of the decade is Kendrick Lamar. Um, nice. Yeah, I forgot to do the drum roll, but... Uh, that's okay. We didn't need it. We knew. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, so uh, pretty obvious choice by me, for those who know me. Um, I'm not going to dive too much into, like, each of these albums individually, but it's worth acknowledging his consistently impressive output that spans mm -hmm. over the course of the entire decade. Like, his debut album was in 2011, Section 80. Great. Good Kid, Mad City in 2012. Super great. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly in 2015. I mean, come on. That's an all-timer. Um, mm -hmm. un Untitled, Unmastered in 2016. Um, a very underrated album by Kendrick Standards. Uh, it was well-received anyway, but I think that is a great record. Uh, Damn in 2017. You know, we, we talked about Damn... Um, it's my least favorite of his records, but it's still in my personal, like, top 15 for 2017. Um, so just a great discography, and that doesn't even include the Black Panther soundtrack. It doesn't include, like, the great freestyles and cypher verses he's had over the years. Um, it doesn't include his iconic control verse or any of his, uh, any of his feature verses, um, he dominated the decade in many aspects, in my opinion. Um, he's the rare hip-hop artist that every fan of hip-hop likes. Uh, he appeals to so many different people, uh, I think partially because he, you know, he modernized and expanded on many traditional elements that fans enjoy about hip-hop. Uh, so he got, you know, he has the, uh, the young fans, but he also has the respect of some of the more old-school guys. Um, the fan reception, the critical consensus, especially the impact, it's all there. Uh, he's generally regarded as one of the greatest rappers ever. Uh, he was named one of Time's 100 most influential people in the world in 2016. Um, like you alluded to, Damn won the Pulitzer Prize for music, and it was the first non-jazz, non-classical album to do so. Um, <clears throat> his music soundtracked many activist movements over the course of the decade um he's he's the artist of the decade to me and i didn't have to think too hard about it so yeah kendrick lamar i love that thank you yeah that's it it's a, it was clear it's to a me very clear choice but i love i love the way that you broke it down i think that that was that was great thank you thank you i appreciate that um so I'm excited to see who you have, though, because I, I have no idea who you would have picked. Yeah, now you're, like, making me think maybe I should just name it. But um, Oh, no, go for it. Go I for it. Completely, yeah. No, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll list my nominees, too. Mm -hmm. But um, I agree completely with how you broke down your, uh, like, oh, how should I think about this kind of thing? Because mm -hmm. I was thinking about that same thing, too. Influence-wise, it would have been, like, Beyonce. Mm -hmm. right or drake right. and both of them like they both had albums that like i like at certain points um some albums that i even really liked at certain points but a lot of albums that i was like eh. so that didn't make sense um so in, but influence did have a thing to do with it but also output quality and basically just like what really mattered to me was seeing the little pocket a distinct pocket that these artists have been able to carve themselves mm. over the years mm -hmm. um, in the music world. So like 
taking what they did at the beginning of the year and where they've ended up now mm-hmm. was a big uh, part of, of how I thought about this, how they've reshaped either themselves, their genres, um, they've made a distinct name for themselves, something like that. That was a big part of uh, the distinction was a big part of, of what this was. Um, so uh, as well as album quality, um, output. So, um, how much time do we have, by the way? Oh, we've got 40 minutes. Plenty of time. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'll well, take, we need to do, yeah, we still got to, uh, save time for a couple performances. Um, yeah, right. So yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's the only true. thing. Yeah. Did you manage to keep Kanye in the building? No, but I, I did find a, a YouTube clip of, uh, oh. of a Coachella performance. So I'm just going to play that Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Only the rants, though. That's what. We're <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> That's right. Uh, anyway, but yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna take just like a second since this is the last one, mm-hmm. and just kind of list uh, reasons behind these artists. Sure. Uh, so first artist is Flying Lotus. Mm. Um, I mean, he's got your dad, Cosmic Grandma, until the quiet comes, and. The underwhelming but still solid Thamagra. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the important things is that he's really become a, a distinct name in surreal electronic music, and he's probably the pinnacle, uh, one of the foremost names of influence in that genre, and that's really formed over the past 10 years. So Flying Lotus, awesome. Kendrick Lamar, I mean... I don't really know if I need to say anything more. You pretty much put the nail on the head with that, why he's one of the nominees for this. Um, so I'll just continue on. One of Thrix, mm. I think is how you say it. One of Thrix point never. Uh, a little more of an obscure pick, but he's had an incredibly quality output over the past uh, 10 years. He has uh, Replica, which is an amazing album. Love that album. Uh, R Plus 7, another great one. Garden of Delete, which is really mm-hmm. bizarre and awesome. Um, and Age Of, which is okay. But another part of, of uh, Daniel Lopatin mm-hmm. uh, that's really impressive is he's gotten into, especially with the Safdie Brothers, um, yep. Uncut Gems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and especially with Uncut Gems and creating some really interesting and distinct scores that I think are very innovative and I think that will cause a lot of influence going forward. So judging from where he was fairly unknown at the beginning of uh, the decade with Replica up till now where he's you know scoring big budget films and really making a distinct name for himself. I think that he's definitely one of the artists of the decade contenders. Um, then we have Kanye West. Who? Who, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, like Kendrick, I don't think I need to say too much about him. I mean, there's been some amazing quality output from him, and also over the past couple of years, some very weirdly not good quality <laughs> output but I mean influence wise it's just mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's unprecedented so at least from a polarizing standpoint he definitely deserves it and the last one we have is Kamasi Washington mm. who has who has just terraformed the world of jazz and put out an insanely good quality uh, or uh, uh, an insanely good output of quality albums over the past um, 10 years. Not that many, but still like, you know, landmarks. Um, love them, love the influence. And that leads me to the award that we're going to give. And it is. It's to Kamasi. Nice. Wow. Yeah, Kabasi Washington, I think, has um, done so much for the world of jazz that it really is changing it um, 
maybe for good going forward. He's probably one of the biggest names in jazz right now, mm-hmm. if not the biggest. I you know I mean besides some of the legendary artists that are still alive and uh, and well, he's just for new, exciting, progressive jazz. Kamasi is you know the kingpin of this, mm-hmm. and you know it started at the beginning of the decade with the epic, um, which. You know, well, not I guess not at the beginning of the decade, but it started <laughs> in uh, was it 2015? I think. Yes, uh, that sounds right. Yeah, which you know, it started with the epic in 2015, and since there, he's put out Harmony of Difference and um, Heaven and Earth, and all of these albums have such distinct quality to them, while still maintaining this forward-thinking sense of what jazz music could be there's um heavy heavy social commentary that goes through these projects there's a cosmic sense of perspective through all of them there's uh the arrangements are incredibly different than any jazz projects that i've heard besides maybe like sun raw Mm-hmm. And uh, and the length of especially you know heaven and earth and the epic is massive, and that creates for um, an incredibly immersive experience. Everything is like very high quality in these two, but I think that's an important quality of it. Is it almost becomes conceptual these jazz uh, albums, um, and I I just think that that's one of the most interesting. He has one of the most interesting perspectives on jazz music around today. It's he's the most refreshing artist in a genre, I think, that I've heard this decade. And uh, he's changed how I think people can look at jazz um, for good. So, congrats, Kamasi Washington, that's the, uh, artist of the year. That's an awesome pick. <laughs> that's it that's an awesome pick yeah um i will say the the yeah artist of the decade kamasi washington kendrick lamar both very very good choices i will say though uh um kanye west is burning down the award ceremony right now uh (laughs) he really thought he was going to get this one um so I don't know what to he say. He was the only he was the only person to show up to actually. Yeah, it was very odd. Like, yeah. I, I don't get it. I, I mean, surely he has better things to do. But um, yeah. even Huerco S was like, no, I don't have time. <laughs> that's right. Um, so yeah, uh, that's a, that's an incredible pick. I love the Kamasi Washington pick. Um, other artists I considered for this that we haven't that neither of us have mentioned yet. Um, St. Vincent, Janelle Monet, Tyler the Creator, uh, Father John yeah. Misty. Uh, there were a lot of names I considered. Yeah. Um, but in a way, I didn't consider them because I knew I was giving it to Kendrick Lamar the entire time. Um, nice. Yeah, I like so. how you did that. That was uh, that, that was good. Because if you have that clear pick, then it makes sense. To... Right. It, it would have been like, okay, I know Kendrick's going to win, and then I'm going to list out four other nominees. So it, it would have been kind of a backwards approach to uh, making a bunch of nominees. So um, yeah. that's our... This was the hard one to do for me. Yeah. It, um, it, uh, this is our D- Scopey Awards of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, our you know our performances were canceled. Um, you just know, now. Just now, yeah. It was like, okay, because... thanks. Because Kanye didn't win Artist of the Decade, he canceled. Right, and, and he set the stage on fire. It was like, so we got to, like, we have a mess to clean up now. Um, it's become this whole thing. Um, and, you know, that so much so much went wrong with the entire ceremony, beginning with you deciding to call in from Skype instead of actually showing up. Uh, yeah, that well, that, wasn't a, Just, that wasn't a good look I, by you. Like, like all the other artists, I didn't have time for this. <laughs> and this is why the Scopey Awards will forever be behind the Grammy Awards in terms of uh, influence <laughs> and popularity. Um, so yeah, those are our Scopey Awards. Congratulations to all of the artists that won tonight. 
especially Eminem for most overrated album of the decade. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's our awards. Um, look out for more decade recap content to come. The next podcast, maybe probably the next podcast, will be a recap of the best songs of the 2010s. Looking forward to that. Haven't even started my list yet, but it'll be a great list by the time I'm done with it. And keep an eye out on underthescopesite.wordpress.com for our top 50 albums of the decade as well. We're working on that right now. Might take a while. You know, we have a lot to say about 50 albums, but uh, we're excited to uh, complete that project. Um, This was fun. I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah. Great, great, uh, great Scopies. That's right. Best one yet, even though things got burned down. That's exactly, that's exactly right. Uh, not a lot of controversy in our awards, I think. I'm not sure. Um, we might be getting some Green Book reaction on Twitter. I'm not sure yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but we'll see. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you to Kanye West for showing up. Thank you to the St. Louis Fire Department for cleaning up the mess. <laughs> thank you, Patrick, for co-hosting. Uh, thank you, Skype, for allowing Patrick to be present at this award ceremony and um we'll see you next time from the scopey awards this is will brost patrick anderson good night